This is 365 Tech by Sweets. Today we are going to talk about Amazon Prime Now's decision to start delivering groceries straight from Whole Foods to your house, less than two hours, already included. Let's freaking go. Whole Foods was acquired by Amazon in June of 2017 for approximately $13.7 billion. I remember when I was living in Chicago this summer interning at Uptake, I remember seeing the news article because my grandma, over the summer while I was living with her, she would take the Chicago Tribune and she would cut out little articles for me to read that she thought I would be interested in while I was riding the Metra into downtown every day. And that was one of the releases. And I remember going in, Uptake is a big data science company. It's a startup in the Chicago area. So I went in there and started to talk to people about it and everybody was, was really hyping and talking about how big of a deal it was going to be when Whole Foods and Amazon combined. Two large companies and being able to add Amazon's infrastructure over top of Whole Foods grocery store, the opportunities that that would create within the grocery store industry. As a result of the acquisition, people were expecting, and Amazon promised, price drops as well as the delivery of food and in addition supply chain optimizations. As of yesterday, February 8th, 2018, Amazon is now allowing Prime Now deliveries of a lot of groceries from Whole Foods directly to your house in two hours. So the two hour delivery option is now available. This is only available in certain cities. Four cities that they're releasing this beta in right now are Austin, Texas, Cincinnati, Ohio, Dallas, Texas, and Virginia Beach, Virginia. Scattered across the country, we'll talk a little bit about why they picked each of these cities in a bit, but for now, so this is going to include the delivery of Produce, meat, dairy, seafood, and more. It's not everything that Whole Foods has contained in their store, and this is something that we'll talk about later as well, the abilities for future improvements of Amazon within the Whole Foods infrastructure. So for now, here's the rub. You can go onto Amazon, you can buy groceries through Amazon, and then pickers from Whole Foods will grab those items off the shelf and get them ready, and then within two hours, one of the Uber drivers, I'm sorry, Uber drivers, one of the Amazon drivers are gonna have that product at your house meats, alcohol, seafood, anything. A lot of the groceries that weren't previously available are now available. This has been tried a couple times in the past by companies such as Instacart, and but the larger grocery stores, Walmart, Target, have yet to adopt anything like this. Let's go into some more details. Because of my location, I was able to work through this process on my own, so I'll go ahead and explain to you what the process is of buying groceries like this with two-hour delivery through Amazon's Light. Go ahead and search or Google or go to primenow.amazon.com. Me, I just searched Prime Now and went there. Scroll down a little bit, and then you'll have a shop-by-store option in which you select Amazon. Other options right now include restaurants, but you don't really want that. Delivery hours, it says at the top, are only restricted from 8 a.m. to 10 p.m., which are the Whole Foods hours. And then once you get in there, you're able to select um, a multitude of products. You can select anything from grocery items to dairy to alcohol and everything in between. So for me, I'm going to go into grocery and then select dairy, cheese, and eggs. Once I'm in there, I'm going to add some eggs as well as a gallon of milk. And once you add those items and go into your shopping cart, you can view an overall layout of the products that you have, all of your groceries in one. For a gallon of milk, the organic milk that I chose is $4.99. And for a 12 count of eggs, organic eggs, these are large brown in a dozen. It's $5.89 for that dozen of eggs. So the total price for that cart that I have is $10.88. And I'm prompted with a little text box above that says, free two-hour delivery is only available if you add $24.12. If you want two-hour delivery in general, it's $4.99, and if you meet that minimum of $35, you get a free two-hour delivery for all of your groceries to your house. If you want that to be faster, if two hours isn't fast enough, you can bump it up to one-hour delivery for another $7.99. 
So overall impressions are the prices on here are high. And that's been some of the feedback from online grocery shopping is that the prices are higher. And then one of the other feedbacks uh, that prevents a lot of people from shopping online for groceries is scheduling the delivery. Scheduling of delivery and the convenience affects 23% of all consumers and 40% of all consumers don't shop online because of the cost and delivery, the cost of online shopping and the delivery of that. Once I finish the purchase, all of the items will be at my house in less than two hours. In that two hour window, what happens is someone at Whole Foods gets a pick notification so that way they can go and pull all of my items from Whole Foods shelves. This is a different way to approach it. None of the Amazon, Amazon is known for their infrastructure and their warehouse setups, but they're not leveraging this infrastructure in Whole Foods. Whole Foods employees are the ones that are going to be picking the items from the shelves and getting all of these online orders prepared. So. A picker at Whole Foods grabs all the items, puts them together, and then someone from the Amazon Uber-esque service called Amazon Flex. Amazon Flex is uh, a ride-sharing, not a ride-sharing, but an on-demand service for delivery of Amazon products. So what this allows is anybody with a car to go and drive around and deliver items for Amazon. That includes Amazon restaurants, and now it's gonna include the Amazon Prime now. So someone from Whole Foods has already picked all of your items, and a, an Amazon Flex driver shows up and grabs all your grocery items for you. They then take those items to your house. So end-to-end, -end, you've dealt with a Whole Foods person, you've dealt with an Amazon person, and now all the groceries are at your house and you haven't moved your butt off your couch. That sounds pretty cool to me because this doesn't exist, not on the scale that Amazon and Whole Foods have. Amazon has owned Whole Foods for less than a year and they're disrupting grocery on this massive of a scale. Although Walmart has expanded their online ordering and their pickup system, and Target has also bought Shipt, S-H-I-P-T, in late 2017 for grocery deliver. And Kroger is including an edge shelf for smarter shelving. All of these grocery companies are trying to improve and bring themselves up in anticipation of this Amazon and Whole Foods merger. But Amazon really just made a massive step forward with this technology bump. Enabling grocery delivery, this is so this removes so much friction from the grocery shopping experience and having the support of a tech and overall shipping company like Amazon is going to greatly improve the chances that this succeeds and doesn't just die like past attempts have. The grocery industry is a $600 billion market. 600 billion with a B. Amazon currently has 18% of online grocery sales in the US as uh, recorded by one-click retail. Something to note is Americans don't shop on Amazon every single day. Hell, they probably don't even shop on Amazon every single week. But what Americans do do is they shop for groceries once every couple days. If Amazon can start to be the default option, just like Christmas shopping, Amazon is now the default option. If Amazon can also become the default option for grocery sales or at least Whole Foods, which is now underneath Amazon. If either of those can become the default for grocery sales, Amazon now has a massive market and they're dealing with every consumer, most consumers across the United States on a daily basis. This is positioning them, positioning Amazon and Whole Foods to take a much larger portion of the online and overall grocery sales market that exists out there that is currently being held onto by older companies. Older companies are now gonna include companies such as Walmart and Target. Anybody who's not innovating and trying to improve and get on this grocery delivery bus 2018 is turning out to be a big year for grocery, for smarts in the grocery department. Amazon yesterday has made the claim that they plan to be a dominant player in this 2018 battle. And now it's going to be up to companies like Walmart, Target, and Kroger to decide how they're going to react. Which brings me to my next point, Kroger. Why the locations that they picked? Austin, Cincinnati, Dallas, and Virginia Beach. 
Well, the first one, Austin, makes sense because that's Whole Foods Capital, that's Whole Foods Headquarters, so putting having that as one of the first two-hour delivery stations makes a lot of sense. Cincy, Cincinnati is a Midwestern city, it's where I was raised, and it's the headquarters of Kroger, a large-ish grocery chain out of the Midwest. You might not hear about it depending on what part of the country or world you're listening to this podcast in. But Kroger is the grocery store that I typically shop at as of today. And putting this location in the Cincinnati area leverages both the campus of University of Cincinnati as well as all of the surrounding communities. I lived in one of those surrounding suburban communities. And then on top of that, you're also leveraging um, markets from Kentucky and the tri-state area, including Indiana as well all while playing in Kroger's backyard. So Kroger, it's gonna be right in Kroger's face of, hey, we're delivering online in less than two hours. What are you doing, Kroger? So Kroger is gonna be sitting there looking down from their headquarters, watching what Amazon's doing, and they're gonna have the choice. Do we react to this and do something that makes us competitive against Amazon? Or are we just gonna be set to sit there and wave and watch all of our customers shop online? Next is Dallas. The only thing that Dallas, well, Dallas is one, one of the largest cities in the United States, but it doesn't really have anything besides being on the HQ list for Amazon's new headquarters. It's on the list for Amazon's new headquarters and the only city on the list, uh, unless Austin's included. I can't remember if Austin's included on the list. But Dallas doesn't really have anything that necessarily separates it from the others. The last one, Virginia Beach in Virginia. This one is picked for a reason that I really wasn't expecting, but is really cool from a marketing perspective. Virginia Beach has a high average household income, which is 20% above the median household income for the United States. It's got a distribution gender-wise of about 50-50 male to female, and it has an average age range of people who live in Virginia Beach of 36.4 years. So the average age in Virginia Beach is 36.4, which is also the average age across the United States. What this says to me is that Virginia Beach is a great representation of the country as a whole. Distribution 50-50 on gender. Economic um, is just above the median, so slightly higher than the median. So a little bit upscale, but not necessarily eliminating everybody that's in the lower, um, like lower classes. And then also the age grouping is 34, so not too old, not too young, right in an age, right in the center. This is going to be a great testing ground. Virginia Beach is going to be a great testing ground for Amazon to see how this is going to be across the market. So each of these locations has a different play point into how it's going to help them in determining how this program expands. Austin makes sense because it's Whole Foods Capital. Cincy makes sense because it's, it's right in the backyards of a major shopping competitor. Dallas is one of the he- potential headquarters for the new Amazon location, and Virginia Beach has a demographic that matches that of the rest of the United States. All four of these locations are going to be great places for Amazon and Whole Foods to test out this delivery service of groceries and then to make decisions based off the feedback they get from these just these four areas on how expansion is going to go across the country. It's going to let them get a lot of feedback without having to create a lot of without having a lot of uh, infrastructure to set up and a lot of variance based off the locations. By only having four locations, they're really limiting their risk and maximizing their feedback opportunities. Now let's talk about the challenges and next steps. As I've already said, the two biggest things that prevent people from doing their grocery shopping online are the cost of online shopping and delivery, as well as the scheduling of the delivery or the convenience factor. So price and convenience are the two biggest factors that prevent people currently from shopping online. 
how Whole Foods is going to approach this and how Amazon's going to approach this um, might depend. In one of the articles that I read, though, one of the responses from Amazon employees is that in-store inventory for Whole Foods is not online. Right now, Whole Foods does not have an incredible inventory system, so they see this as a meaningful enhancement to the overall process, not just for this on-demand delivery, but also just for Whole Foods as a whole. To be able to document and inventory all of their products accurately is going to be very important, so that way they can all have digital signatures and uh, what do they call it? GE likes to call it a digital twin, an online documented source which follows the physical asset. Tim O'Reilly likes this as well in his book, What's the Future and Why It's Up to Us. Having a digital representation of all physical objects um, makes it so that you can, one, keep track of them better, two, manipulate them better using data, and three, optimize the supply chain for the delivery and end-to-end -end insurance that of an accountability of all of your resources. Resource management's improved through this. So this is one way that they're going to change for the future. In addition, last week I had a podcast, we had a podcast on Amazon Go, which just opened up to the public. So in the past two or three weeks, Amazon has had now two major steps forward in the grocery store disruption industry. They are working very hard on trying to make a new way that consumers can shop for their groceries. And I love the move. It's a move. Amazon has been changing the way people shop for years, and now they're taking it to the next level, really making major pushes to try to disrupt the grocery industry and change the way that consumers shop forever. It's going to start in the United States, and if it takes off here, we can expand it to the world and really change how humanity feeds and nourishes our bodies. This is just the first step. Some of the companies that I'm working with are trying to improve how humans nourish their bodies in other ways, but optimizing of the supply chain and the delivery of those products is one critical piece in trying to feed all of humanity, and I'm glad that Amazon is making such big disruptions in this area so that we don't have to wait decades or centuries for these changes to occur. They're occurring year after year, month after month. Changes are going to come faster and faster in this kind of business, in this kind of society that we live in where everything's advancing by Moore's Law and other laws, the, the power rule and such. Get on board, continue to learn and adapt, and don't let yourself get stuck in the past. If you've got any questions about this new delivery feature, call in, let me know. Otherwise, I'll catch you tomorrow. Oh, also, I almost forgot to say, I'm driving out to Chicago today. I'm hopping on a megabus and going out to a hackathon. It's called Uncommon Hacks. It's just south of the city, and I've got some family that lives in the city, so I'm going to be staying with them tonight, megabussing in. I just finished work with my client for the day. So I'm going to be going to a hackathon and spending the weekend up there. So that's what you guys are going to be in for tomorrow, some more hackathon insights.